Welcome to the manor. Welcome back to the Twin Towers, become matter of me, metal of him. Fuck, I barely made it through that whole thing. <laughs> Serves you right, you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. If, if you didn't catch that, he said he was James. <laughs> I did. <laughs> and I'm Jody. He is. <laughs> He Ooh. is. Oh, that's a song by Ghost. <laughs> I think I think that was the name of it. I I don't I actually don't mind Ghost. I'm going to see him tomorrow, so. Oh, that is tomorrow. I can't keep track of all the damn, you know, stuff. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Anyway, speaking of Ghost. Yeah. Uh, stuff. Welcome to more spooky season fun. <laughs> yeah. You want to guess what I'm drinking? Beer. You want to guess specifically? <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know what you're drinking because you were being kind of... Uh... Secretive, yes. Yes, you were. I was Baggins Shire, precious. <laughs> I, I, okay. So I haven't had a drink yet, but I'm going to try here in a second. Uh, we just recorded one episode. We yeah. had a couple barley wines. So if I appear slightly inebriated, I'm not. I'm, I'm moderately inebriated. <laughs> <laughs> but I am now pouring Pontoon Brewings, the Great pumpkin spice oh wow which which is kind of cool because as a callback to the episode we just recorded where we talk about uh j- just like tangentially at the very end um sammy and trick-or-treat yeah because we mentioned anthologies but yes the the main part of the label and i'm guessing the otter or weasel it looks like that's pontoon brewing's mascot okay w- whatever i don't know i think it's my first pontoon brewing beer from what i can tell uh, but they're in a pumpkin patch, but there are two other characters that have the Igor, Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde, and one with the witch mask from mm. Charlie Brown's The Great Pumpkin. Awesome. Yeah, it's an imperial brown ale with pumpkin spice at, does it give me the ABV on here? It may not. I may have to look it up later. Huh, doesn't tell me on the can. No, it does. 8%. I'll have to look for that. I don't think I've ever seen pontoon brewing around here, but I would imagine if it's in Georgia, I should be able to get it. You'd think so. If you can get it all the way up there, I should be able to get it here. You'd think so, but Alabama. Yeah. There's a liquor store I can look for. They actually separate stuff out by region. So nice. I'll look uh, for their Southern stuff and see if it's in there. By the way, uh, Mm -hmm. Charlie Brown, the great pumpkin Mm -hmm. 60th anniversary episode we did back on October 25th, 2019, episode 64. Yeah. So Go listen to it. You should listen to it. Here's a drink for referencing an old episode. Yeah. All right. I'll take oh. a drink of mine. Oh, that's good stuff. Oh, kudos. Kudos, Pontoon Brewing. Yeah. So you took a drink. What are you drinking, Mike? Um, well, first, I'm going to tell you the, the flavor profile. <laughs> oh, that's right. You, you mentioned that. Like between episodes, I gave this to you. So now you're great. Yeah. Great. We're going to play quiz the quiz, the drunk bum. 
So the uh, flavor profile on, on the app that shall not be named says sweet, boozy, heavy, bourbon. Yeah, yeah, all those are probably right. Molasses. Mm. Molasses. And I know you've had this one. Obviously, you wouldn't have given it to me if you hadn't had one. Well, true. <laughs> yeah. Um, but when I pulled it up on the app, it said it was no longer in production. Hmm. So I don't know how old this can was. I don't remember all the beers I gave you. <laughs> but I'm actually, I just, I bumped this up twice. I started out at a four. I've just bumped it up to 4.5. Hmm. Center Point Brewing's Satan's Seedlings. Oh, yeah. That's not produced. No, that's not. They made one batch and you can't get it anymore. I'm giving it a 4.5. <laughs> it is. It is a heavy. I took one can of that to uh, one. Okay. So because I don't want anybody getting in trouble and I don't know the laws, I'm just going to say a brewery I like where I like the people. Yeah. And six of us five four to four or five of us shared a 12 ounce can of that mm. and we were all because we already had a beer too after that we were all pretty schnocker because what is that like 12 13 percent um 16.4 oh hell yeah, that's right jesus <laughs> so so here's the thing even if the indiana breweries shipped out of state i would not be able to get that here because oh. Alabama only goes up to 13%. They will not allow anything in higher than that. Bastards. That's higher than most meads, by the way. It is. And when I lived in West Virginia, it was very similar that you, you when I first got there, you couldn't get like above a nine or 10 and they finally raised it to 12 or something. I, I know at, for a long time, Alabama was worse because it was like, you couldn't have anything over a six. It would, um, yeah, yeah, until they raised it in West Virginia. Yeah. Yeah, it was a high. I, I, yeah. And if you just heard something pop, that was me opening the pumpkin cake roll from Walmart. Oh, I, I got some of those little Debbie pumpkin spice rolls <laughs> and, and the uh, bat-shaped brownies <laughs> a few days ago. Oh, nice. <laughs> I mean, right now I'm eating some dark chocolate Chex Mix because – after I had my cheese and crackers with the barley wine earlier, I opened the other mm -hmm. barley wine with the chocolate flavor. Mm -hmm. and I thought chocolate chicks mix. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. God, it's hard not being a fat bastard. <laughs> oh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but so, so I'm glad you like saying seedlings and that is very spooky appropriate. Yeah. Too bad. They didn't do another batch. Damn. That is good. I hope they did it. Cause they did um satan seeds a year or two before which is actually even higher in alcohol damn but i only managed to get like a two pack of that that's why you uh -huh. didn't get one which is that's which is why i got yeah yeah that's why i got three or four of the two packs of the satan seedlings <laughs> <laughs> i appreciate that thank you uh, I, I still have a couple i bet i could sell those for 20 bucks each <laughs> <laughs> look at you you entrepreneur <laughs> just like the one you had in the previous episode which will link us so people know which one we recorded was the eric blood axe yeah i have one or two bottles of that left and i bet i could get 10 or 20 bucks a bottle for that too nice I, i'm not gonna you, you know why why i'm gonna drink those motherfuckers i would 
Anyway, sorry, Lucy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Are you ready to move on? Yes. So this particular episode is one I've been referencing for quite a while and said, I want to do. You have. And specifically, I said, I want to do an episode on the Cornetto trilogy. Uh-huh. But I started making notes with the first one, and I'm like, well, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be an episode per movie. Uh-huh. And, and even though I think the other two movies would fit fairly well with Spooky Season, hmm. I do believe the Three Flavors Cornetto Trilogy Part 1, also known as the Blood and Ice Cream Trilogy, Shaun of the Dead from 2004 probably is the best one for Spooky Season. Okay. Because there's What are the other two? Shaun of the Dead is a zombie flick. Then there's Hot Fuzz. Yeah. Which, which is more of a, a buddy cop movie, but it's got some folk horror. And I'll, and I'll talk about that when we do that one okay. soon. And I've already started the notes. And I, I actually, within a month or two, will have all three of them ready. Okay. Yeah, because oh, I've, I've seen that. I've seen both of those. And then there's uh, End of the World. That one I have not seen. Which is great because, um, okay, so I don't have this in here, but Martin Freeman is in all three of these. <laughs> But his, his biggest role is in the third one. And it starts with the pub crawl. Nice. But let's be honest, they all involve pubs quite a bit. <laughs> they do. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's it, the, the third one's more of a sci-fi horror type of thing. Okay. But yeah, they're all kind of horrific with zombies or folk horror and aliens. Okay, but uh, I, I will say that um, okay. So I'm going to say Edgar Wright uses Cornettos as a hangover cure, and you'll see who Wright is soon. Yeah, but that's why Cornettos are prominently flavor, uh, flavored. Flavored, <laughs> this all flavored. Um, <laughs> are are in here, but uh, so for American listeners, Cornettos are very similar to what we would call drumsticks. The, the, the ice cream drumsticks, not a fried oh, chicken. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, not, not, not the fried chicken. Uh, yeah, I was thinking the fried chicken. Okay. Oh, I do love fried chicken, though. Motherfucker, Jesus, I could go for fried chicken right now. <laughs> so not not to jump ahead a little bit, but Edgar, Edgar Wright is a director. Okay, yes, jumping ahead, but that's cool. Edgar Wright directed. Um, I'll get to more detail. Right. He directed and co-wrote this movie with... Simon Pegg, the the lead. Yeah, um, I, I I just wanted to point out that he was, if I remember correctly, I'll, I'll look it up, but I want to say he was at one time attached to direct the first Ant Man movie for, oh. for for Marvel. That would have been. I like the first Ant Man movie, but that would have even been better. <laughs> well, I I think th there was creative differences, and I think it was because he wanted it to be a mutated ant. Oh, well, <laughs> okay, that's actually, I like Jaeger, but that's Spider-Man, and the Ant-Man thing is a more quantum physics thing. Yeah. And, you know, no, no. I'm sorry, my good sir. No. <laughs> um, he, he is 
he is listed as a uh, one of, uh, on the screenplay. So yeah, that that is who it was because he was originally going to direct the first movie, and then yeah. I mean, if he helped write it, that's awesome. Great yeah. writer. Yeah, they did. They did keep a lot of his stuff in the movie, but they they had to change, you know, the fact that it was actual human and not a mutated ant. And he does the things he does because of quantum physics. Yeah. Meh. <laughs> I, it would have been interesting to see what he would have done with it, though, because the, the two movies that I know I've seen of his are really awesome. Yeah, yeah, I've liked them. But I would not have liked that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, it's Frodo Baggins, who is a um what's what's the bob and tom thing a giant midget <laughs> you mean a, a normal sized human <laughs> uh-huh. yeah yeah i i do know that's from bob and tom from 20 or 30 years ago it's not the proper term yeah understood so this is a classic boy loses girl boy goes to pub zombies happen boy saves girl at the pub <laughs> That's, those are yeah yeah those are classics i, I know those movies well <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah exactly maybe and not I, all in the I, same movie but yeah <laughs> but but if you put them together it would have made it one good movie. <laughs> oh yeah um it's uh, and they, they describe it as a comedy horror a rom-com zom <laughs> <laughs> nice and we we will get into the background which includes romero yes i've I've got a couple of things on romero that i was going to mention that you may already have in your notes but (laughs) i might but hold on to those we'll get those i I will yeah yeah um but but okay so jody and i look at things differently jody likes to give the people like their their who the actors names are first then we go go into the 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 plot i like to do the plot first because then you're interested in the plot then you like all right who are these motherfuckers where (laughs) i'm not saying Oh, those cools, those, those dudes are cool. The motherfucking barley ones. Those dudes are cool. <laughs> so let's hear about them. Uh, both ways are good. Yeah. I'm, I'm just saying we, we go opposite. Yeah, and that's fine. That, <laughs> fine, that, hair's fine. <laughs> that, that keeps it from being monotonous. And who wants monotony? Not me. Unless it's monogamy. Monomena. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Damn it! I thought I was going to beat you to it. <laughs> I was, I was waiting. I, was, I couldn't I wait was, anymore. Damn it. That's why I was ready. <laughs> okay. <Fucker. laughs> I, was, I thought you were going to repeat something in there. I was going to. Damn it! <laughs> uh, that actually worked out better. <laughs> yeah (laughs) okay so (laughs) Uh, so you'll find out in this trilogy i'm just gonna move on (laughs) go ahead go ahead it starts in a pub Uh uh-huh in this case the winchester or if you pronounce it in english way the winchester but anyway so it's it's a zombie movie moving on (laughs) yes Uh, obviously and but it's it's Okay, so it's interesting because the intro is they're at a pub, uh-huh. and Sean feels that the world is ending because a girl, his girlfriend wants more. He's just happy going to the Winchester and getting drunk. 
<laughs> like most guys are. <laughs> most guys are, and I get most girls want more. You know, it's a yeah. it's like that. And yeah. but there's nice foreshadow in this whole movie has some great foreshadowing. Oh yeah. So yeah, Edgar does a great foreshadowing job in all of his movies I've seen. Between him feeling that the world's ending and her wanting more, and then they go into the credits, the intro credits. But you see the zombieism of modern life where you have a boring job. You're on your cell phone. You're just kind of going through the motions. Yeah. It, it, it does a great job of making people look like zombies before they're zombies. Okay. Yeah. Spoiler, yeah. because it's a zombie movie. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So this next part is going to be an overlap. Okay. When Sean gets ready, you see him flush the toilet. I mean, there's not, you don't see fecal matter or urine but whatever right but he flushes the toilet he brushes his teeth and we have james joyce and ulysses to thank for that because nobody loved that and he did it anyway and he got hammered for it and he said screw you guys this is life so james joyce's overlap with Shaun of the dead is worth a drink drink oh that is some great pumpkin spice oh <laughs> molasses <laughs> Oh, yeah, that is such a... Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Lucifer seedlings. <laughs> All right, before I, yeah, before I get sidetracked there. <laughs> yeah. And so I'm, I'm kind of going to... I don't have much on the movie because it is a simple zombie movie right. where you have to kill zombies. But I've got some of the more funnier things. Okay. The more funnier and, things? Yes, the more funnier. They're funnier than the funnier. They are, which is more (laughs) funny, funny. More funnier. Yes. (laughs) You're right. My grammar there was imperfect. But according to Dr. Ledbetter Streetlighter, whatever from Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, the first person, last intense, past perfect, future. Fuck you. Oh, but yeah, it, it does a great job of foreshadowing because there's the overlap of the morning before where Sean, the main character, kind of stumbles out of his house and goes about his morning life. Uh-huh. And the morning of the zombie infestation is marvelously mirrored. The, the, the foreshadowing is awesome. The mirroring is awesome to show that it's slightly different. Mm-hmm. And I have a quote from Edgar coming up soon, but it's i love that mirroring thing where oh look it's not really all that much different except people want to eat my brains i've had those days um that that you want to eat their brains or not eat like not be eaten yes we did that episode (laughs) (laughs) we we did it came out recently like last week (laughs) came out the friday before we record this on a thursday (laughs) (laughs) okay so i'm gonna move on (laughs) Please do. <laughs> and I just want to say 25 minutes in, want anything from the shop, which will be important in every damn trilogy movie. <laughs> but the response is a Cornetto, and each of the Cornetto trilogy movies has a specific, well, they're associated with the Cornetto flavor. And this one is associated with strawberry for the blood and gore. Ah, okay. But then, you know, the main character, Sean, Simon Pegg, who we'll, yep. we'll talk about soon. We'll, we'll mention like his more things in a little bit. Hey, he was, he was in. Um... That's what I'm going to mention soon. 
You hush. <laughs> Star Wars. My good anyway. gentleman. <laughs> Sith you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he gets up, asshole. <laughs> goes out of the house, goes to the corner shop, which mirrors what he did the morning before. Yeah. Uh, but this morning is rough because he's hung over because his girlfriend wanted more and broke up with him. Mm-hmm. And he's walking around. I actually made this note because I watched the movie before I looked up uh, what, what, do you, what do you call uh, interviews? Yeah, that's what you call them. <laughs> uh, sorry, Jackie just said if I'm almost done and I had to say no, but I'll, I'll, I'm going to text her. Okay. But I will try to be more quiet. Ah, okay. And it just came out, text her, but I will try to be more quiet. <laughs> Go get it. She's smart. <laughs> All right. So I made these notes before interviews, and I actually made this note. I said, only a hangover would make people completely blank on what's happening as he walks around the next morning. And then there's an interview that we'll get to soon. Oh, okay. But at this point in time, the two main characters, Sean and... We'll, we'll get to the character soon, Ed. They're, they're just, they're flipping through channels. They, they don't know what's going on yet, but as they're doing this, in the central part, they actually hear, uh, they mention a deep space probe in the background. Yes. I actually just saw that on the trivia on IMDb. Just like the Venus space probe in Light of the Living Dead that we'll talk about soon. Yep. Which, that was one of our earlier episodes, first season. First, first I, season we don't do seasons we don't we're we're weekly baby <laughs> but yeah the, the first uh, first october that we did halloween episodes yeah we do i actually have that episode further down in my notes oh cool all right then i won't um it's not that i knew the number anyway well yeah it is but yeah <laughs> but another overlap with that episode that we'll talk about more soon uh-huh is after they actually realize what's going on because uh, so there's a quote coming up from one of them but what happens is they they see a girl out in the garden and they kind of realize she's dead and they figure out things are weird and so they they try to make a plan so after they realize what's up they make a plan to get sean's mom and his ex-girlfriend to safety do you remember his mom's name um i do not i could look it up real quick on imdb but i guess you have it in your notes her name is barbara yeah which would be a reference to barbara from night of the living dead yep and they specifically call her and they say we're coming to get you barbara which is the famous line from night of the living dead they're coming to get you barbara (laughs) and so they realize what's going on they go to get some weapons out of an old tool shed in the back and they get a i i don't know what i would probably okay so it looks like more of a shovel to me but it's small like a spade uh-huh whatever but then the other weapon is a cricket bat yes just perfect for two londoners and also will be referenced if we ever get around to doing our spinal tap episode what do you mean if that will be referenced when <laughs> we get... but but these go to 11 <laughs> And I'm eating more cake than I said I wasn't going to eat. I'm still working on my checks mix. (laughs) But yeah, I love... um, But they go rescue his mom, who has a new husband, 
So it's it's a stepfather, Philip, mm-hmm. who Sean doesn't get along perfectly well with. Played by Slotty Park Fast. And that comes up soon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Slotty Park Fast. Ooh, 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 ooh. And and he was um he was um he was like the elder vampire that was in what we would call torpor because we played vampire the masquerade in underworld in the first underworld movie oh that's right he was I, yeah i don't have that note in here cool Aha! i got something you don't have <laughs> <laughs> i should get that looked at no wait <laughs> what a vagina no <laughs> so. don't bring rob into this it doesn't make you a lizard person <laughs> Probably makes you more intelligent if you have one. So not. I keep telling my girlfriend that. (laughs) She's just being cool. She knows. (laughs) I know she does. Because she's that smart and caring. (laughs) (laughs) That too. (laughs) Jody, no. Of course, I'm not more intelligent than you. Just. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Right. (laughs) You're boring us, honey. Anyway, she'll listen anyway. to this eventually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, both she and Jackie should be happy to know that we actually know we're not as good as they are. <laughs> I keep trying to tell her that. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, I won't get into the book club I went to last night because anyway. <laughs> I saw that post. <laughs> Ooh, we'll have a book club book episode coming i'll talk about it then okay cool but anyway the tension between sean and philip which is foreshadowed earlier in the film when they they see each other before everything goes to shit yeah but then they they talk to his mom and they're mom have you been bitten no but philip has oh okay (laughs) (laughs) i do remember that so so i've only seen the movie once i did not get a chance to rewatch it but i do remember that yeah their relationship was not (laughs) <laughs> it was not good no no oh then they so I, I okay i'm trying to think of spoilers because we try not to right yeah because we want you to watch the actual movies right i mean this is 20 what what i say 2004 yeah 2004 <laughs> sure <laughs> that is technically correct if you can say 2018 i can say 20 not four it's true true i mean it's not the normal way i would have said it but yeah sure yes we're normal yeah that's our, that's our thing. <laughs> yeah 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 uh, yeah normal mm. <clears throat> so anyway <laughs> so I'm, I, if you hear me stutter it's because i'm trying to figure out what not to say if you hear me stutter it's because i've had too much alcohol <laughs> it can be two things <laughs> it can be <laughs> And it probably is. <laughs> You've got two things. And thank you for noticing. <laughs> oh, 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 that is a condition. Moving on. Because <laughs> I, I we've talked about Gene Simmons's other movie roles in this podcast. <laughs> and we've talked about bifalicism in a previous episode just a week ago. Did we really? <laughs> yes we did i i don't remember i'm shocked i don't remember shocked i say 
anyway <laughs> anyway i will say queen has a couple songs in this yeah yeah and one of them is they they do make it to the pub they um, do no spoilers between what i mentioned and then but but they they make it there oh th- this is cool because it is uh, okay i've got some uh, I'll, I'll figure out the notes i should say coming up but uh but don't stop me now comes on the jukebox yeah but but one of the characters david sean goes david kill the queen and everybody kind of like pauses for a second because you know <laughs> yeah and then, then they realize oh yeah queen because <laughs> the jukebox is loud right but then they use that music to hit the zombie barman landlord in rhythm time with pool cues yeah and i've got a note on that too but anyway that's coming up with, with the actor Mm-hmm. even though it's not hitting him we're kind of rocking in time to it so even in the middle of a zombie apocalypse queen kicks ass oh yeah but but i love their english bar pub attitude because the winchester of course has a gun which is where the name comes from the winchester and and before this happened there's an argument about whether it was loaded or not and yes yeah and there's even a scene at the beginning where they talk about bar arguments because they're like you know, um, well, uh, they're they're just talking about people. I thought I had that in here. Oh, one of the one of the regulars says dogs can't look up, and the others are like, "Of course they can." Yeah, but in two thousand three, that was like the very beginning of smartphone. Like you didn't really have smartphones like we have now. I will say there's a reference to Guinness Extra Cold, and according to the English beer drinking podcast I listened to. Guinness Extra Cold does indeed suck because the ex-girlfriend says, I promise not to tell anybody that you had a Guinness Extra Cold. <laughs> and I'll, I, why? I mean, Guinness is good warm. Uh, yeah. There, there are some bloody parts towards the beginning, but the end is way more, way more gory. Oh, yeah. And they do use the music, which I mentioned in the episode we just recorded on a Japanese film. Mm-hmm. They make good use of intense music to heighten the mood. Cool. And they do do a great job of ending at the pub, kind of ending at the pub. Yeah. And if you like fart jokes, because there, <laughs> it starts and kind like almost ends with a fart joke. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, Sean. What are you sorry about? No, I'm sorry, Sean. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, but yeah, I mean, they're okay. So I have a note here that says, thank goodness for Yvonne and the army. Because there's a very small side character that I'll talk about soon who only knew that she should go rescue Sean and his friends because he specifically said, we're going to the pub. And she's like, oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) But the, the very end... Sean and Ed are playing games, and it ends with Queen playing You're My Best Friend. And I know why. Because I've seen the movie. Yeah, and Sean and Ed are best friends. Best friends, yeah. But I will say, with Ed being in the party, they only made it through as a comedy thing with him, because in mm-hmm. any normal D&D campaign, or Cthulhu campaign, or real life, if you had a dumbass like Ed in your group, you would be dead in five minutes. Yes. But uh let's see there was a thing about sean sean and ed's friendship this is on the imdb in the trivia section 
Sean and Ed's friendship is based on Simon Peggs, who's Sean, and Nick Frost, who's Ed, um, based on their friendship when they shared a flat together. Uh, I, okay, so they were in a TV show also before I didn't know about the flight. Cool. Yeah. That's according to IMDb, so we'll see. Cool. Actually, my next section was the cast. Cool. And we already mentioned directed by Edgar Wright. Yep. Written by Edgar Wright and Simon Pegg, who plays Sean. Yep. So the cast, I'm going to mention specifically their credits that overlap with our podcast topics. Okay. And there is Simon Pegg, the lead, Sean, mm-hmm. who is in Star Wars, as Jody mentioned. But I don't have that here. <laughs> um, it, was he just in the one movie or was he in, because he's friends with J.J. Abrams and that's why he got cast in The Force Awakens. Yeah, he's just in that first one and he, he actually has like the mask makeup. So you don't even know what's him. Right. Which which could be why I didn't put him in. I'm not sure. Uh, let me, I'll, I'll double check on IMDb, but I think you're right. I think it was just The Force Awakens. Yeah, but he is Scotty in the reboot Star Trek yes he's in a he's got a small part for an episode or two in a british show called black books which i've mentioned to friends colleagues i think on the podcast but i'm not sure but you should watch it it's hilarious okay the boys yeah he's he's in the boys uh he's in a staged which is a tv show starring uh, michael sheen and david Tenet, who is also known for his voicing Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> yep. And also Archer. He had a, a small part in that. And I, I'm pretty sure I've mentioned Archer, the animated spy show before. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. There's Archer. Um, Alistair. He plays Alistair in that. Yeah. Small part, but. Yeah. Um, he was in the Dark Crystal Age of, uh, what was that? Age of Resistance. Uh, he was the Chamberlain. I uh, didn't like it. Oh, I only watched an episode or two. I didn't like it. I I liked it. Um, I don't like it as much as the movie, but I did like it. Yeah, I I I kind of get it. It was it was kind of fun to watch with my girlfriend because she does not like puppets. They freak yeah. her out. But she she sat through it. She had actually sat through the movie before she and I started dating, and she she sat through that series and she enjoyed it. But puppets freak her out. She will not watch the Muppets. <laughs> which which is disappointing because i love the muppets it is disappointing but yeah yeah she did uh yeah so anyway all right but anyway uh uh, nick frost who jody just mentioned yeah plays ed sean's best friend who has been in stage that i just mentioned with david Tennant, michael sheen Mm -hmm. but he also was uh had a small part in one doctor who episode with matt smith the 11th doctor the, the doctor ah. after David Tennant ah. and a TV show called spaced that'll come up again really soon that I also mentioned at the top of the episode because of something Jody said, I can't remember what it was. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I say a lot of things. <laughs> oh, you do. I'm just, I'm just glad when they're tangentially related. <laughs> Me too. And Kate Ashfield plays Liz, Sean's love interest. Uh-huh. And, and I have no credits here because she's been in things, but nothing that overlaps with us. I'll take a look and see what else she's been in. But if you're not going to mention it, I probably won't either. Well, you look it up while I move on with Lucy Davis, who is Diane, one of the troop of people 
Uh, she's Liz's friend, and they're part of the group that goes to the pub yeah. to try to survive. And I don't know if we've mentioned it much, but she's Aunt Zelda in the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Oh, the new Sabrina series that's on Netflix. Yep, the new one. Okay, I've not watched that. Yep. Oh, it's. I, I don't think I, it got worse as time went on. The couple first season or two were good, then it, it uh, bleh. Yeah. But nonetheless, but spooky. So mentioning okay, it. Okay, cool. But she's also in an episode of Black Books. Okay. Then David, who is Diane's boyfriend and part of their troupe that goes, is played by Dylan Moran, who is an Irish actor and comedian who I loved in Black Books which is a I, i'm just I watch black books bbc 2000 2004 for series so seasons for the yanks yeah fucking hilarious and he's the one i quote whenever i say i'm gonna put the pint to my face while you talk that i got that from him <laughs> nice i it's, it's that'll tell you how long it's been i have not seen the movie in so long that i forgot that's where you were getting that line Oh, it's not. It's it's from Black Books, not from the movie. Oh, okay. So, so if you've not seen the BBC show Black Books, you, you wouldn't know. Uh, okay. Um, I will say there is a movie that I did see Kate Ashfield in, but it's not worth mentioning because it does not overlap, like you said, with anything that we've talked about. So, ah, uh, so maybe that's why I don't have it. Yeah. All right. So we'll move on. Yeah. And real quick before you do, as an aside um, to take out, that is uh, Nymphomaniac 2. So oh, the I, second part of that series, if you've watched those two movies on Netflix. I would take out a Nymphomaniac 2. Um, yeah. Those or are even, interesting movies. Or even two Nymphomaniacs. There you go. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> Next person I have is Bill Nye, who plays Philip, which is Jody mentioned. Slotty Bartfast! I got an award for my fjords. <laughs> <laughs> nice Hitchhiker's Guide reference there. Hitchhiker, which will overlap in a second because he was the Hitchhiker's Guide Slarty Bartfast in the movie. Yes. The big screen. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, he's also Neil Gaiman Sandman, but the audio version, not the current Netflix. Oh. Version. But he's also, uh, I've mentioned Terry Pratchett. Yeah. He played the Hogfather, which I mentioned in a Christmas episode. You did, yes. Cool. So there's a overlap, but he was in the, the yeah. podcast version of that. Cool. And he was a man at the bar in Black Books in one episode. Cool. Then Penelope Wilton plays Barbara, Sean's mother, who played Harriet Jones in doctor who for the ninth and tenth doctor the tenth doctor being david Tennant, who is also known for voicing scrooge mcduck i knew at some point because you kept mentioning david Tennant, you were going to mention scrooge mcduck i'm going to get as many as i can in this episode i'm sure you will okay but jody like this pete uh -huh. which is sean and ed's third roommate uh-huh it's played by pete serafinowitz who was the tick in 2016 yes yes mm -hmm. spoon, spoon. <laughs> uh fucking spoon i love spoon oh yeah yeah but he's also the voice of dark maul and phantom menace he is yes yep and i 
no, I think it's just Phantom Menace. I don't think he did him in any of the um, animated series. Not that I could see, no. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, he's not. He's not in Clone Wars or Rebels. But he was in the IT crowd, which okay. is another BBC show I've mentioned, but not as much as others. Have you have you tried turning it off and back on? <laughs> <laughs> but he's also had voiceover credits in Archer, which I have mentioned, and The mm-hmm. Simpsons in in an episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And tons of other that uh, he's been in so many voiceover role things. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he's he's got like 121 credits in IMDb. Yeah, yeah, he's he's quite He popular. also did he's also in the Hogfather. I saw that's right. I didn't add that, but he was. Yeah. Hmm, don't know why I didn't add that. No. Well, you know what they say. Um sure. Oink. <laughs> Moving on, if you're ready. I'm ready. All right. So there's one scene in the movie where Sean and his four friend, like his best friend, his ex-girlfriend, her two friends, and the mom. So six of them. Yeah. They're they're trying to sneak to the pub. They come across another group, which includes a very old friend of his who have mirror images, and I'll talk more about that soon. I can uh, remember that, yeah. But Yvonne is the leader of the group, played by Jessica Hines. Oh, I'm assuming it's Hines, H-Y-N-E-S. Okay. Who's an old friend of Sean's, and she was in Spaced, which I'll get to soon. Okay. <laughs> but she's also in Black Books and Doctor Who in The Family of Blood, <laughs> which is one of my favorite episodes during the 10th Doctor shows, the 10th Doctor being portrayed by David Tennant. Who also uh-huh. plays Scrooge McDuck? Peter Serafinowicz was also in Guardians of the Galaxy. He was. He was. I, I didn't have that because we haven't talked about that much. But yeah, right. just going to also say Scrooge McDuck figured out the Flying Dutchman, which is a previous episode. Uh, or uh, soon to be out episode. Well, previously recorded, soon to be out. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, yeah, now I got to look up who that was. <laughs> Well, you do that while I move on. Son of a bitch. <laughs> because the next person is Martin Freeman, who is Declan, a very small part, like he's literally in there just for a moment. But I will say he had a, a small role in Black Books. Mm-hmm. Much larger role in The Hobbit. It's Dent, Arthur Dent. Dent. <laughs> it's kind of a threat, you see. <laughs> <laughs> With Bill Nye In Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. <laughs> yep. He's we've we've talked about him in Marvel shows. Uh-huh. He's actually been he, he had a big part in Sherlock, which I've mentioned once or twice, the BBC recent Sherlock. Yeah, yeah. Uh Toast of London, who I've mentioned with Matt Berry, who should portray Tom Bombadil if anybody does. I'll take your word for that. Many, many more. Plus, he voiced Poe Dispel in DuckTales, which includes Scrooge McDuck, voiced by David Tennant. The current version. Not the not the late 80s, early 90s version. Right. Yes. Yeah, David David Tennant did not voice him back in the back in the day. No, no, the 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 one that just ended two years ago. Which you think would make me talk less about him, but no. <laughs> you, you won't. <laughs> yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Gonna move on. Um, I'm just going to mention Tamsin Gregg, 
who played Maggie, one of the mirror image people mm -hmm. who was in black books, like one of the main actors in black books, one of the main three. Yeah. Uh, one of them being, of course, uh, Dylan Moran. And the third one we'll get to when we get to Hot Fuzz, the second of the Cornetto trilogy. Yeah. But Tams and Greg was also in Doctor Who, but not David Tennant. Cousin Tom in the mirror image was played by Matt Lucas, who also was in Doctor Who, but with the 12th Doctor, Peter Capaldi. Ah. And then there's some other actors that I'll discuss later because I'm trying to save time because they will come up in movies two and or three. Okay. And th this is already going long. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I had a couple of things I was going to add, but they, I mean, they can go near the end if you're about ready to end it um no go ahead well okay so you mentioned um george romero and night of the living dead you mentioned the reference to you know they're, they're coming to get you barbara and we're coming to get you barbara that, those <laughs> lines um uh, on imdb in the trivia section it says that he was so impressed with simon Pegg and edgar wright's work that he asked them to cameo in land of the dead as zombies which was his 2005 finale to his mo uh, zombie movies yeah, um, they were the, the photo booth zombies i okay yeah he was given a private viewing of the movie and in the in the scene that you you referenced the they were coming to get you barbara scene um apparently romero was oblivious to the fact that it was a reference to night of the living dead he apparently completely forgot the line <laughs> yeah it's not the same thing though i'll be honest because yeah like, we're coming to get you barbara instead of they're coming to get you barbara it is different yeah it is a little bit yeah but yeah completely spaced on it um and that okay this was what i was wondering about although although sporadically hinted at the cause of the zombie invasion is never properly explained no actually they're like I love the space probe thing. Uh huh. There, as they click through the TV, it seems like there could be six different reasons. It, well, it it goes on to say when people are about to, they get interrupted by something. <laughs> Ready for more other things? Yes. Yes. Okay. So actually, what you said are coming up. So I'll I'll say, hmm, Jody beat me to it. <laughs> but the background is it wouldn't happen without space which is a British television sitcom written by and starring Simon Pegg and Jessica Stevenson. Two Leonard, and, and they play two Leonard's who just met and pretend to be married in order to afford a, an apartment. But this show was directed by Edgar Wright and also stars Nick Frost. Huh. But there are that lots of... Oh, go almost, ahead. That almost sounds familiar. Almost like there's been an American version of that. I'm pretty sure there has been, but I don't know what it is. Oh, see, I just always assumed the British ones were first. Yeah, well, Three's Company was originally a British sitcom that was adapted for the U.S. Oh, but there, there are lots of Knights of the Living Dead. George Romero's 1968 film overlaps with both Edgar and Simon being huge fans. And as Jody mentioned, we have done an episode on this. It was episode seven yeah it was that was an early episode <laughs> october 19th 2018 yeah of the living dead's 50th anniversary one of our uh one of our first halloween episodes yeah yeah seems like 50 years ago yeah. <laughs> no <laughs> yeah, but I, I do have a few quotes okay uh, here's one from edgar wright the director writer 
Yeah. Who says Simon Pegg was the first person I'd ever met who was obsessed with George Romero's Dawn of the Dead as I was. One evening, round at Simon and his pal, Nick Frost's flat, uh huh, for drinks. When I said we should make our own zombie movie, a horror comedy, it'd be from the point of two-bit players, two idiots who were the last to know what's going on after waking up hungover on a Sunday morning. <laughs> sounds about right, yeah. So, sounds right. And, and here's what I mentioned earlier. I kind of got this idea from the movie, but a flashpoint came when I ventured out once to buy milk at five in the morning after staying up playing Resident Evil. <laughs> great, great damn game. Yeah. Yeah. Said, I was taken with how deserted and eerie the streets were. What would a British person do if zombies appeared now? In American zombie movies, everyone had high-powered weapons. What would someone do without all that? And this turned into the first scene where I filmed where Sean walks into the shop completely oblivious to the zombie attack. I, that's actually in the trivia section on IMDb about how Sean's walking in oblivious to what's going on behind him. Yep, that's where <laughs> I mentioned that. That's where you have to be hungover not to know. <laughs> and and i mentioned the girl in the garden who's a who's a zombie and not yeah. a spoiler and they're trying to figure out how to hurt her and they start taking records and flinging them but the background is they were writing to people to see if it's okay to trash their records simon sent one to mock knopfler of dire straits uh-huh who we mentioned in the music of hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy just this year we did yes yep for a for Tao day yeah um but but it came to nothing i i, I don't know if he never got back or, or not but uh so they said sade was the coolest that they could trash diamond life without hesitation wait who which artist sade is it sade Sade? sade 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 yeah yeah i'm lucky i get the odd a yeah <laughs> but yeah very cool about it okay and then they're going to have a joke about David Bowie and trying to figure out what to throw at zombies like Hunky Dory, Ziggy Sardust, the Labyrinth soundtrack. <laughs> nice. Which, which, which makes sense. But in the end, they went with Prince because it was funnier because they're like, Purple Rain, Side of the Times, the Batman soundtrack, throw it. <laughs> nice. Oh, and then, then he talks about. <laughs> I'm sure that thrilled Rich to death. Oh, who knows if Rich is, I bet he's seen it, but uh, he's, <laughs> he's, he's probably all squingy about that. Probably. And here's a little quote about Romero seeing the film before it's released. Yeah. Yeah. They, but, did, they did like a private screening for him. Yeah. But Jody kind of got into that. So I'll skip that and go to Simon Pegg. I wrote an episode of Spaced where my character fights zombies in his flat. We had such a fun time shooting it. We thought it would make a great zombie movie. Like it was that easy. We really were so naive. We thought we could do anything. <laughs> but he mentions Edgar Loving Queen and the idea of Don't Stop Me Now because it's a positive, exciting, happy tune with extreme violence at the Winchester. Yeah. And they choreographed the entire fight to the song and they hadn't cleared it for use, but they wrote begging to Queen guitarist Brian May and he was quite lovely about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah. No, Brian's. Yeah, Brian May's awesome. Yeah. He said that we spent ages on the pub set and it was a really hot summer and one of the zombies fainted. Uh, but fortunately, there's a working tap and the cast would have had a, a the cast would have a much needed beer after filming. And and here's the note I mentioned earlier. Steve Emerson mm -hmm. played John, the zombie landlord. Steve Emerson. 
Steve Emerson. Why does that sound familiar? No, it's not Emerson, Lincoln, Palmer. Oh, well, then, okay. But, but anyway, he'd been a stuntman on various things, such as Brannigan, where they found out he'd been thrown into a jukebox by John Wayne. Oh, uh-huh, okay, yeah, yeah. Yep. So despite one, of, being, one of John Wayne's more famous later movies. Yeah. So despite him being well into his 70s, he encouraged us to hit him really hard during the fight scene. So we did. <laughs> <laughs> and he does get thrown into the jukebox. Cool. But then he said the reaction to the film was extraordinary. Extraordinary. George Mare loved it. And I saw a picture of Stephen King wearing a Shot of the Dead t-shirt. I'd oh, made it, nice. Yeah, I'd made it onto the chest of a horror master. Nice. I didn't. I didn't look far enough into the trivia to see if the Stephen King thing. So that's yeah. But other than that, I've got a couple small things, such as inspired by John Landis's *An American Werewolf in London*. Oh, we talked about that last year. Episode one eighty six, October 29th, twenty twenty one, covering its fortieth anniversary. Holy shit! One eight one eighty what? Uh, one eighty six. One eighty six. We're up to two hundred and seventy some. No, no, we're not even at 250. Oh, okay. 250 will be kind of at the end of this year. Okay. Wow. That's Ooh. a lot of episodes. <laughs> there it is. No breaks either. Yeah. That's impressive. That's how much we love you all. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it is. It's not that we love to hear it hurt itself talk. <laughs> no. Do have? As far as I know, it's me and Jody downloading our own episodes. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> the original title was Tea Time of the Dead. Tea Time of the Dead. That, no, it just doesn't have the same ring to it. I like it because it's kind of close to Douglas Adams' The Long Dark Tea Time of the Soul. Yeah. Yeah. But Shaun of the Dead matches Dawn of the Dead. Yes, it does. Yeah. So, so it's perfect. Yeah. And. Most of the zombies were space fans who did it for free because they couldn't afford to hire actual actors. Yeah. In fact, Edgar Wright nearly went broke doing the movie. I'm assuming he did quite well because I I don't have it here, but I do know the cost of the movie compared to what it made. It's a pretty good positive ratio there. And here's the note Jody said about Romero's Land of the Dead. Uh, Other than that, two well, one small note, but before that, the Mir group, led by his friend Yvonne, Simon Pegg and Jessica Hines, the leaders of the two Mir groups, were both in space. Lucy Davis and Martin Freeman were both in the BBC show The Office. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I didn't have that above because we haven't talked about it, but yeah. Right. And uh, yeah, the, I was going to say, if I was going to watch The Office, it would be the BBC version. I've seen some episodes of both. They're both good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I just, you know, I would rather watch the original. Than... But uh, Dylan Moran and Tamsin Gregg were both in Black Books. So it was kind of a, a really mere thing. Okay. But the joke, according to Peg, was that this other group was made up of a more talented cast. <laughs> and, and that there's an unmade parallel movie. With them, where it's proper zombie movie instead of a comedy. And uh-huh. right, yeah, I thought it would be funny if the characters were doing their thing while a more interesting story happened next to them, which is why Yvonne turns up at the end with the army because they were involved in an action flick that you never get to see. Oh, okay. 
which, which that last note is mine that just kind of goes with the other two. Yeah. Another net, just a quick note to say there will not be a sequel because Edgar Wright says he's covered everything he wants to in this one movie. So stop asking. Okay, here we go. Simon Pegg and Edgar Wright considered a sequel that would replace zombies with another monster, but decided against it as they were pleased with this movie as a standalone product and thought too many characters died to continue the story. The proposed title was From Dusk Till Sean. Nice. <laughs> nice. However, this idea did have an afterlife. A mocked up poster can be seen for the film in Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, which I have not seen, but that's the animated Spider-Man thing that has all the different Spider-Men kind of stuff in it. Yeah, with uh, M- Morales. Yeah, yeah. I've not seen it either. I just know what it is. Yeah, well, that's why they did it. So it's a zombie one. Next one's uh, Buddy Cop, then Cypher. Yeah. So they, they, yeah. That's what I have. Cool. Tis cool. But yes, do you have anything else, my good man? No, no, I think I'm good. I think I'm good. So until next time, Spooky James. I'm Spooky Jody. And we will spook at you later bye the macabre manor is brought to you by the twin terrors all rights reserved stay tuned for some fun outtakes mm, satan who doesn't want to drink satan's seedlings <laughs> <laughs> oh i gotta put the pumpkin cake roll away or i'll eat the whole thing <laughs> oh pumpkin roll <laughs> you naughty naughty roll <laughs> My smartphone's not that smart. Um, neither are we, so, yeah. Fair point. Okay, I've had an 11 point something and a 16 point something beer, and yeah. Mmm, tipsy you are. <laughs> <laughs>